Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. We are here for episode 10, season 5, Below Deck Mediterranean. Yeah, wow, man, that's a jazzy little tune. You know who my favorite yeah. um, bluegrass player is? No, but I'm it's sure you'll Steve, tell me. Steve Martin. Do you know who my favorite jazz artist is? Uh, no. That's right. Woody Allen. Do you know who my favorite uh, rock and rollers are? I don't like that you just said Woody Allen. Um, no. The Bacon Brothers. Who are they? 30 Odd Foot of Grunts. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I was saying I only like famous actors in music. Bacon Brothers, that's Kevin Bacon and his brother. 30 Odd Foot of Grunts, that's Russell Crowe's band. God, I wish you got any references. But you don't, and that's why we love you. Because you don't know anything about the world around you. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> All right, I? prove it. Where am I? You're doing that thing again where you disappear when I need to see you. What? <laughs> I just... 
I right hate here. my life. I hate calm, calm my down. life. I hate my life. Can you believe it? Yes, because you say it all the time. And then you yell your boss's name, your boss's names, and then talk about, I don't know, dismemberment. Or I don't know what you're doing. Have I yelled about dismemberment? Damn. Uh, sure. Probably, That's probably, what you're going to fight? I should probably not do that. You're right? like, sure, I yell my boss's names in disgust all the time, but. I shouldn't do that, right? Mm. No. Chill. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. That's the end of the episode. Just joking. What if it was? Nothing would ever matter in life. Um, what is this? Below Deck Med Season 5, Episode 10. God, 10. Oh. I, if I could have just skipped this episode, I probably would feel better in life. Um, yeah, it's not, there's not a lot going on. It is just like the longest swan song for a character in the history of Below Deck. I do want to make a video of Kiko leaving to like that Sarah McLaughlin song that they always play uh, over like sad dogs. In the arms of an angel. Yeah, I want to make that. Fly away. I think I will. For me. So you guys look out for that on the Instagram. Across hotel room. And the endlessness that you feel. Mm -hmm. We are pulled from the wreckage. Mm -hmm. And your silent revelry. Sing it. I think that's random. <laughs> okay. lyrics. Well, that's what I'm going to put on because fucked me up, man. Yeah. It wasn't right what they did to him. He was a good man. He was a good man. He may have been a fallen soldier, but he was a damn good man. He was a good man. I just said that. <laughs> yeah, but this guy was a, he was a good guy. <laughs> he was a good guy. So. I yeah, I just didn't feel like you, you, you acted it hard enough. No, you know? I said it, Nick. You know you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, you said it. It's just like, did you say it? Yeah. And you hadn't. I fucking said it. And you did that thing where you say it again and make me look like a goddamn fool. On your side revelry. You're still doing it. You did it. All right. <sighs> okay, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Um, Let's get into it. Ep 10, what could possibly happen other than Anna wanting to kill herself because Kiko's leaving? I'm Anna in this scenario. So we continue with the most devastating night ever with Kiko and the casino theme night. And now, in my opinion, casino theme nights are cursed moving forward. I think we should stop letting people have casino theme nights. They're not appropriate. They curse you. Casinos are evil. They're still open, you know. They'll let you in to catch Corona. God. Okay, so what was worse? Casino night where bugs dress like a hip hopper with her hat to the side or 90s night where they all did a rap for them. Do they not know the charter is black? Look, 
I don't want to discuss a bunch of white people horribly rapping for black people. That There was nothing more infuriating after them firing Kiko to have to watch this fucking atrocity. Now, I'm beginning to think you're not saying infuriating as a bit. I don't know how to say the word. I'm sorry. It was infuriating. You say it like once a week and it blows me away every time. (laughs) I don't know where I am. I seem to be lost. I'm so infuriated. Wow. Ah. Wow. All right. Well, good job. Did I kill it? You killed your chances at happiness. Great. I did not like this. Sam, I am. One bit. I found it. Yeah, you mentioned. Unnecessary. This is going to be a short episode. We're going to take a break and uh, we're going to come back with boat facts with Nikki T. We're getting rid of this episode (laughs) because this episode shouldn't have seen the light of day. It should have been like episode three, season one, where they should just get rid of this episode. Oh, Lord. Anyway, Captain Sandy thinks Kiko bit off more than he can chew and he can't handle the job. And Kiko says, tomorrow is my last day. And I basically cried watching this. It devastated me. I don't know how many times I can say that. Kiko explains himself to Hannah. Definitely too many. Yeah. Kiko explains himself to Hannah and tells her he is fired and he took a risk and thought he made the right food, but Captain Sandy didn't like it. And Hannah gets upset and blames herself and she goes on to the bow and she cries and we, we hear her say, I hate this fucking job. This is a buildup. This is, things, things are humming. We're going in a direction here. Yeah. We're definitely heading towards an entirely new galley. Um, But if Hannah leaves, then, my God, who would be Chief Stew? My God. My God. You know who would be Chief Stew. Quit it. Okay. These are sensitive times. All right. My bad. Sorry to get so angry. Sorry. Bug says Kiko being let go is heartbreaking, but the show must go on. So the deck crew, basically Malia, Pete, and Alex, get their Chippendales attire on to perform for the guests, and it's so absurd. Absurd. That's absurd. It's absurd. And Bugs is dressed like a B-boy, and Pete and Alex are stripping, and Malia's walking on her hands. And honestly, fuck this. This is just so annoying. And all this is happening while Kiko is crying in his room by himself. (sighs) What do we do to deserve this below deck? We enjoyed ourselves a bit too much this season. Clearly, so we had to get something taken away to balance it. It's so fucked up. Ever again. So Hannah is shaking in the galley because she's so upset. And she goes and checks on Kiko in his room while the guests play poker with Alex. And even Jess is upset about the Kiko situation. Like everyone's upset. And Hannah apologizes to Kiko and tells him when he hurts, she hurts. And she will help him through the rest of this charter. She's going to get up early and help him with breakfast. They're going to get through this. And Rob says he feels deeply, he goes, I feel deeply saddened by watching Kiko cry. He is a beautiful person. 
and seeing his world just ending in front of his face is hard. His world ending. Does he not understand that Kiko gets to live? No. In my village, in Moldova. Nick. They are murdered. Nick. For incomplete years. Hi. Hi, it's me, Rob. No. Yes. No, I'm Rob. No, I am Rob. No, I am Rob, and I have a question for you. Oh, I bet this is a joke. I know this because I, Rob, would do a joke. No, I, Rob, do the jokes. Okay, go. Okay, I will. What do you call a pile of cats? What? A... Sorry, it was so funny I almost couldn't say, but it is a meow ten. Meow ten? What? Yes, yes, a pile of cats, a meow ten. Knock, knock. Who's there? Tank. Tank who? You're welcome. Oh, ha, 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 ha. I have one for you now. Oh, good. Let me hear it. What did the tired toilet say to the plunger? What? I'm flushed. Ha, 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 ha. Knock, knock. Who's there? Luke. Luke who? Look through the people and find out. Ha, 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 ha. Wow, this was a fun joke battle. Yes, it was me. Ah, you're very funny to me. Correct, me. <laughs> okay. We are real. Hey, guys. Hey, Robs. Robs. <laughs> you both got to go. Okay. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Why did we let them talk so long? I don't know, but we cannot let them back in the build. <laughs> I think one is the perfect number of Robs going forward. <laughs> <laughs> that was not okay. Um, <laughs> it's hard to come back. It's hard to get back on track from that. Yeah. Um, at 4 a.m., after everyone goes to bed and Kiko falls asleep after crying all night, at 4 a.m., Hannah wakes up crying and she goes into the bathroom and she starts having a panic attack. And I guess Malia hears her and wakes up and checks on her. And Hannah says, I need my Valium. And Malia says, is it a prescription? And Hannah says, don't worry, it will pass. And she kind of, I guess, lets herself come out of this panic attack. And After then doing they, Valium. But it doesn't sound like she gets the Valium. It sounds like she just says it'll pass and doesn't get the Valium. After Malia says, is it a prescription? I don't know. Not great. Yeah, they hug it out and then Hannah goes back to bed and... Seems like everything's it's okay. It's the next day. It's the next day. It's kind of concerning. So Kiko's up in the galley, and Captain Sandy checks on him and thanks him for getting up and working, and he's like, yeah, totally. Everything's great. And Captain Sandy says it's always hard to fire people, and once she hired her nephew, but her first officer came up to her, came up to her and said, look, he's terrible. So she went to her nephew, and she said, sorry, dude, you gotta go. She says, it's not about liking someone. It's about if the person can do the job. 
God, what an intense story about firing your nephew. Yeah, Sandy is ruthless. Look, my nephew was on the boat. One person told me he didn't do a good job. I didn't have any questions. I kicked his ass off the fucking boat. I didn't even ask what he did. If anyone complains about you, you're gone. If I see you doing something you're not supposed to be doing, you're gone. If you look at me the wrong way, you're gone. If you call me Cap, you're gone. I'm Captain fucking Sandy. C-F-S. Okay. Okay. God. Just sad. So... Hannah's supposed to get up and help Kiko, but she's still passed out, probably because of her panty, her panty attacky. And Kiko says he cannot work. He just can't make this fish they need him to make. And he doesn't have the mind for this right now because he feels like a loser and he doesn't like to fail. And he likes everything perfect, but he just doesn't want to serve anyone right now or anyone on this boat. He just wants to leave. Hmm. It's sad. And he, so he goes, he, he, Packs up his knives. It's nothing sadder than watching a grown man pack up his knives. Um, especially during breakfast. Yeah. It's like, you gotta cook, bud. Yeah. Don't fucking parker this. Finish your job. Yeah. So, yeah, he goes back into his cabin and I guess gets right back into bed. Yeah, word gets back to Captain Sandy that... This fool got no interest in doing this shit no mo. And she goes to his cabin to speak to him, and he says his head's all fucked up, and he struggles to cook when his head's all fucked up. And she asks him to please finish this with her and to do his food. And he agrees, even though he's broken. And he says, I'll do it. And Captain Sandy's like, let's just finish this out together and leave your emotions in the cabin. And he's like, he's, oh. man, he's such a good guy. He did it. Yeah, he, he picked up his knives, and he came back to the galley. Because it wasn't like he's not leaving because it was a problem with the charter, you know, like this is the single best charter of the year. So it's not their fault. And if he leaves like it does, it really fucks everybody over because then they got to just go trolling around Soye for chefs and you got to bring one aboard, I guess. I mean, what else would you do if you had to go like you had to cook breakfast right now? I think they would just have to, like, order food. They just have to keep picking up food for everyone. Because it's not like in past seasons where they've lost a chef, like, they've had people be able to step in. But, like, no one But it's to order. You need to be – you need to have a chef there for whims. Yeah, I agree. But then they just have to make, like, weird snacks. Like They would just be like, guess what? We made you another reservation. Or like, okay, here's your cheese board snacks. Like, they would just have to continuously make cheese boards and, like, grilled cheeses for snacks. That's a lot of cheese. Yeah, I don't know. I just That's, like, what I've seen them make as snacks before whenever the chef is, isn't awake. I don't know about that. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. 
In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. And we're back. Boat facts with no, Nikki T. That's not how this works. We're only like oh, right, 20 right. minutes into the show. Why don't we try and change it up sometimes? I think people like my boat facts and want it earlier in the show. So you just you just want to disrupt the entire show and just tell someone a boat fact? I think we should start out each episode with five or six boat facts for about 20, 30 minutes. That's a think? lot of time. Yeah, sometimes we won't even get to the show. Cool. You know so, what? Maybe I'll just start a rival podcast called Boat Facts with Nikki T. What the fuck? Excuse me, hold on. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, we so, have some... yeah, I'll do that. I've been talking to Spotify about it. So, wow. I'll uh, probably do that. We have some fun reviews I want to read you later. From I Spotify? That, yeah, from, from directly from Spotify that I think you'll enjoy. So, <laughs> Hi, it's me, Spotify. Long time listener, first time reviewer. I'm not implying that Spotify is Jewish. I just... What if they left a review trying to, like, steal us? Being like, so, I don't know about you, but we've got a pretty nice office over here. <laughs> like, what That's so fuck? fun. I should switch my Twitter account to look like I'm um, Spotify. You're going to get, within seconds, banned. <laughs> I know. But uh, that's worth it, right? Sure. So That's the one, that's the only, the only perk of having a blue check. Is that you can pretend to be companies. Yeah, totally. I agree with that. All right. So Hannah is finally up and Kiko tells her his food is emotional. So when his head is fucked up, then his food is no good. And she's like, it's okay. Just make eggs. 
or maybe he's making like a breakfast fish. I don't understand like the fish they were making for breakfast, like what that was. He was making fish breakfast. You understand? Yes, thank you. So Malia tells Captain Sandy about Hannah's panic attack the night before. And she says she feels... Captain Sandy's like, why? And and Malia's like, I think she feels bad about Kiko. And then she takes the time to suck up to Captain Sandy in the process. And I'm like, maybe don't tell Captain Sandy Hannah's business because Captain Sandy is going to out you later. And so the guests are going on an excursion and Hannah is sending Jess and Rob with them. And they're jokingly calling it their first day. Well, this date takes an interesting turn. (sighs) Get ready. Okay. So Captain Sandy asks Hannah, what is wrong? This is after the guests leave the boat. She goes, what's wrong? And Hannah says, just Kiko's hurt is infectious. And they just want him to finish on a strong note. And Hannah says she just wants to try and lift him back up. And he only has two more meals to cook because the guests are having lunch on land. They just want him to finish on a good note. And Captain Sandy's like, Hannah, you can talk to me whenever. And Hannah's like, I would never, you weirdo. And so the guests are loving making Rob and Jess like make out and hold hands on this excursion and they're taking photos of them kissing and shit. It's like this guest just want to watch people fuck. And back on the boat, Bug says Alex is too young for her because he's 23 and she's 29. But she does pride herself on being a cougar. I'm like, if you're a cougar, why don't you act on it? Because you haven't really acted on anything. Yikes. Cougars don't have to fuck, you know? Sometimes... Just being a sexy cougar, sexy older lady who can fuck is enough. You know? Sure. I agree with you. Kind of. So Rob says he has he's had this standard since his mother where they just understood each other completely. And that was the last time he felt seen. Now with Jess, he feels seen and heard. And while the guests are having lunch, Jess and Rob are hanging out at this cafe. And Rob tells Jess that he loves her. And she's like, what? And he's like, is it too soon? And she's like, kind of, yeah, fool, we just met. And he's like, oh, you didn't say it back. Whoopsie. Then he's like, I'm sorry if I scared you. He's like, I'm sorry if I scared you. And she's being. Ah, ah, one. Ah, ah, ah. Sorry. Sorry, I found just a best knock-knock joke, and I, I have to bring my Rob in for one second just to, to tell go it, okay? Go ahead, go ahead. Rob, you can tell it. No, it's good. Okay, are you ready? Sure. Knock, knock. Who's there? Who Who is there? Oh, that was your part. Broken pencil. <laughs> Broken pencil who? Never mind. It's pointless. Aww. That's so sad. <laughs> okay, she didn't like it, Rob. You're out of here. Flush him down the toilet. <laughs> Poor Rob. It's pointless because he told Jess he loved her and she was like, the fuck? Well, I mean, you probably should uh, wait to get off the boat. Or maybe you like, more time because you guys just started hanging out like four weeks no by like three weeks ago to god at the most what just happened i hit my desk why it was an accident okay i thought you got upset with me 
No, you are fine. For uh, pointing out that maybe Rob should... Was it Rob that hit the desk or was it you? (laughs) Sorry, another accident. You love her. We get it. So back on the boat, Malia's talking... Do not ask me about her broken finger again. Jesus. Back on the boat, Malia's talking to her boyfriend on the phone and telling him about the Kiko situation. And she says her boyfriend has been in the same position as Kiko. And he was once a young chef. And Tom, her boyfriend, has admitted that being the sole chef on a 60-meter boat is a hard job to do, and he wouldn't do it ever again. Also, we learned that Malia is apparently going to rap for the 90s party tonight, and Alex is going to help her. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, we're hip. A hop, a hippie to the hippity hip hip, a hop and you don't stop a rockin' and a we're on a boat and we're on a boat and everybody's rappin' on a boat. Are you rappin'? Yes, I'm rappin'. Are you attackin'? I'm rap attackin'. Rap, 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 and a crap, crap, crap. Tap, 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 take a nap. Yep, I'm a guy who raps. Yep, I fill in the gaps, right? Yep, I swim down laps and I rap, 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 and I rap, rap, tack. What do you think? Wow, I'm surprised. Do you think I'm ready? I'm surprised they didn't call you in. They didn't fly you in for this. Right. That's what I'm saying. All right. Um, Right. Sorry, I just blacked out. So uh, one guest is riding the shit out of a jet ski. And I mean, he is catching air on purpose. Like he's going vertical. Like I'm like, what? Who rides a jet ski like that? Unless they're like a pro jet ski rider. Uh, Who rides a jet ski like that? Kenny fucking Powers. Okay, yeah, sure. A character of an out-of-control man on a TV show rides a fucking jet ski like that. And that one guy from Tiger King with the long hair who owned that, like, pet shop but was really shady. He seems like he'd ride it that way. Joe Exotic? No, not Joe Exotic. The, like, guy with the longer hair who owned the pet shop. The pet shop? Yeah, remember there's a shot of him like jet skiing towards the camera. It's like really random. Oh, yes. I'll never forget it. The weird looking guy. Yeah. Which is remarkable. A remarkable thing to say in Tiger King land. Yeah. (laughs) Tiger King land. So um, you just spilled all over yourself. Oh, shut up. I'm going to make it into the trash can. So one guest, yeah, he's riding the shit out of the jet ski, and Malia's concerned about it. And she asks Rob and Alex to keep an eye on him, but Rob is in his room talking to Jess about saying I love you to her. And Jess says she wants to say she loves him back, but she still has fear and thinks he doesn't mean it. And it's hard for her to trust. And she thinks she gets it from both her parents because they divorced when she was two and her mom stayed in Florida. And then her dad moved to California because they wanted to be as far away as possible from, from her, each other. Yeah. No, from each other. Oh. And Kiko says he doesn't have mer- very many chances in life, so he doesn't like to quit, but he just has to do him for this last day. And Malia tells him about her boyfriend and says that her boyfriend has a lot of respect for a chef working on a six-meter yacht because he was in the same situation. But don't worry. He has a huge career now. That's what she says. And I'm like, how is that helping? Because Kiko just got fired. So maybe don't rub in your boyfriend's huge chef career. Because he did bad and now he do good. Is that what she was saying or was she just being like, He's, She bad. said he was in this same position the first time he was on a 60-meter yacht. He was like, it's the hardest thing I've ever had to do. And it was, you know, like a, it was a terrible experience in my life. But 
you know what? He got through it and now he's got a big career. So that doesn't, this isn't the end, you know, your career's not over because you had a bad time on your first 60 meter. 60 meter is the hardest job. And um, he hates it so much. He doesn't even do them anymore. That's what she said. He refuses to do them because they're too hard. I think it was a really nice thing to tell Kiko. What conversation were you hearing? Yeah, you're right. I misheard. So one guest has a request to put a ring on his wife's birthday in the dessert. And Hannah says they can do it for the 90s themed birthday party or the 90s themed dinner party. And Hannah is hoping that Kiko can serve a good meal and leave on a high note. And honestly, we all are, Hannah. We all want Kiko to go out on a high note. No one wants Kiko to go out on a bad note. Captain Sandy does. The producers do. No. This isn't the episode that you usually get before someone's axed. But they've put him through enough. That's not appropriate. Let my Kiko go. Wow. That surprisingly made sense. Okay. So the guests love the food, though, and they want Kiko to come out and cheer him on. And at first he's like, I don't want to. But then he does, which is just what he needed. Because they all start, like, saluting him and basically, like, to be fired, you know, it's like he comes out. Everyone's like, oh, my God, yes. And they're doing, like, the praise. Like, oh, my God, you're so great. And then he just is like, thank you. And it's like, and then he's fired. And then he just cries, of course. And I just love him so much. And I just feel so bad for him. And I think he deserved more. They also deliver the ring on the dessert. And the guest is really happy and crying and whatever. This is about Kiko. And then the worst thing in the world happens. Oh, no. But before I tell you, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come right back. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. And we're back. We're back, baby. Hey, hey, I didn't think I'd want to come back. Well, why would you want to come back to this next bit? So as part of the 90s-themed rap party, I guess, they have Malia and Alex perform a rap for these guests. Hey, we have reached the apex. You got the MC, Alex. And they come out. Bugs is holding a fake boombox again. I don't even know what's going on. And maybe it's not fake. It's like an iPad. I don't even know what she's holding. I don't want to be ya. I sure don't want to see ya. But here are the rap stylings of Malia. Jesus, did you practice these? (laughs) Yeah, I've been writing for weeks. (laughs) Yeah, apparently, because you're kind (laughs) of nailing it. But, like, that's the level of raps they're bringing. I mean, they're not even bringing that level of raps. They're rapping worse. No, no, I'm far too talented. Malia's literally holding a piece of paper... And they're wearing, like, those funny sunglasses that are too big for your face. And she's wearing, like, glow-up sunnies. It is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. The rap is not good, and it's an embarrassment for everyone. And I think they should have just foregone this entire conclusion. I hated it. I never want to see Malia horribly rap again. It's terrible. I just want to die for everyone. I had so much secondhand embarrassment for everyone involved. Miserable. All right. Now, what's next? Okay. Anyway, that was the end of that terrible night. And it's the next day. Wow. I just okay. felt it was so inappropriate for that for the last night Kiko was working for them to give such a terrible performance. Yeah. You got maybe like some Brazilian dancers or something. Just like, or put on a music video, anything other than this. Yeah. Put on City of God and just go to bed. Anyway, um... This next day, Kiko says he got where he is today because he took the risk, so there's more reward than failure. And Hannah says Kiko has been a breath of fresh air in this galley compared to the other chefs she's worked with in the past, like Ben and Adam and Mila. I know. all She's only worked with terrible chefs, and she finally gets a good chef, and he's fucking fired. It's just... <sighs> and Hannah says herself she doesn't even want to stay on this boat without Kiko, and she just might get her wish. So Captain Sandy learns that Malia's chef boyfriend is coming to visit and she asks him if he's free to work right now. And she says, yeah. And she's like, can I see a CV if you're okay with that? And she's like, yeah, sure. And Kiko says he doesn't want to hear Captain Sandy's opinion at the tip meeting. So he's just going to leave the boat as soon as the guests leave. And he asks Hannah to get his tip money for him. And she's like, yeah, I get you. 
So the guests are leaving and the guests cry. Do you think she's going to Venmo it to him? I was wondering that. Maybe Venmo something. Yeah. Hey, what do you like better? CVs or WCs? WCs are bathroom, CVs are resumes. I'm going to go with bathroom. Yeah, bathrooms. They do a lot more for me than resumes do. CVs, I'm very rarely hiring. CVs are just give me anxiety. Yeah. Okay, thanks for answering. Yeah, so the guests are leaving, and the guests are crying as they leave, and they're like, oh, we haven't met a bunch of great friends. And Hannah's like, yeah, it's amazing. They had such a great time, and they had they made, like, nine good friends, but they don't even realize that, like, one of their good friends got fired in the process. I know. What do you like better? TVs or do you like DTs? What are DTs? Um, you know, the shakes you get when you're coming down off heroin or or alcohol or whatever. I'm going to go with TVs. TVs, yeah, me too. Okay. Wow, we have a lot in common. So Kiko says goodbye to everyone and leaves the boat, and he tells Hannah they will be friends forever, and it breaks my heart. And he says he had the best experience of his life on this boat because he cried and laughed and he had good and bad moments and he made friends and they had jokes and he learned to not care so much about what people think of him and to just follow what you love and do what you want to do and to just spread love to the world the Brooklyn way. And uh, he didn't say that last part. Wow. Biggie. R.I.P. And uh, yeah, everyone's a mess with all the intensity of this last charter and what's going to happen. And that's the end of the episode. Uh, boat facts. All right. It's time for Boat Facts with Nikki T's. Now, rum punch is a favorite among sailors when the sun is over the yardarm. There's a delightful little verse to help you remember the proportions of different ingredients in rum punch. All right. One of sour, two of sweet, three of strong, and four of weak. Name the four ingredients that are sour, sweet, strong, and weak. Sour, sweet, strong, and weak. What's sour in a rum punch? Lemon? Lime juice. Lime. What's sweet? The juice? Mm-hmm. Two parts of sugar syrup or a sweet juice like orange or pineapple. What's strong? The rum. The rum. Three parts rum. And four parts weak. What's weak? Ooh. Uh, I don't know. Some sort of flavoring? Water or any lighter juice. Oh. Now... One of sour, two of sweet, three of strong, and four of weak. Now, that's what you drink when the sun is over the yard arm. What does that phrase mean? The yard arm. Is it like past the six to like the, what's the other one? The nine maybe? On the clock? So people say that the sun is over the yard arm to say that it's late enough in the day to have an alcoholic drink. Like, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. This is a phrase like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Can I have a drink? Well, the sun's over the yard arm, so it's time. Now, this is from the old practice on some ships of ha- having an alcoholic drink when the sun had risen past a horizontal bar on the mast. Meaning, not setting, rising. So once the sun gets over the yard arm, 
which is usually around 11 a.m., then you can have a rum punch. What do you think about that? I'm into it. 11 a.m. Sun is over the yard arm. So if you ever want to drink and it's before 5 o'clock, say the sun is over the yard arm. Back to you, Anchor. Thank you so much. What a great up. What a what a great. Oh, yeah. What a great up. Yeah. You guys were great. I'll see you tomorrow. And wait, I want to read. I want to read you some reviews that I think oh, you'd like. No. All right. Well, they're good reviews. And uh, hey, guys, you wait. can you can leave us reviews, too. It's a good time to leave a review. Who? Who? OK, here we go. First one is from everyone is named Jade. Cool, Jade. But the caption is, Jade doesn't do boats. Five stars. Everyone is named Jade. They wrote, I love this podcast. I don't have a boat fact, but I do have a compliment for Nick. Your singing voice is like butter. And I've adopted saying, what the fuck? Like Nick. What the fuck? Anna and Nick have me laughing out loud constantly. Give them a listen. You won't be disappointed. Oh my God. How nice. That, that, we got to put that on a t shirt. Yeah. The review on a t shirt. Yeah. In full. That's actually a good idea. We should just, if I screen cap that, we can put it. Jade, I hope you don't mind. Jade doesn't do boats and everyone is named Jade. Thank you so much for your review. That was very kind and it put a smile on our faces. And we really appreciate it. Nick loves you. I love you too. Uh, Here's another one. This one's more interesting from Mary Ray. Five stars, but Hayoli isn't derogatory. Do you remember what that's from? H-A-O-L-E. Say what? Hayoli. Did you say that? Howley. Howley. There we go. I couldn't remember yeah. what that was. She says not derogatory. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, I've five got stars. a bone to pick with you. Okay. That's like white people who say the N-word's not derogatory. Okay. Wait. Let's read the thing. Five stars. Nick Turner. Haley is not derogatory word or a slur. Howley, say it. <laughs> Sorry. It's so much easier than what Nick you're trying Turner, to do. I know, I keep forgetting. Howley is not a derogatory word or slur unless you are not a Howley. Howley just means foreigner or white. People take it as a slur because of white guilt, maybe? Anna's- oh, don't give me this. I get enough of this from Anna. Uh, but are you a, I can't remember what a Howley even is. It's like a white guy. Means okay. some not Hawaiian guy, some white guy. That's what they. That's what she just described it as. Oh, oh. So you were saying that they were calling you a Howley? No, I'm saying that they call everybody Howleys. Okay, so did you say it was derogatory? White people who aren't from Hawaii. Okay. Did we yes, I said it was derogatory. Okay. Where, where have you been? I can't remember. How are you just piecing this together? <laughs> I but can't we covered remember. it right now. I know, but I can't remember when the conversation happened or what we said about it or what the context was. I remember nothing. Do you know how many I don't of these know. My, episodes My parents used to live in Hawaii. We've right. talked about this. Got it. So I, I spent a lot of time there. And so you say it's not derogatory? Well, uh, white people do say it's derogatory. So it's not up to you to say. Okay, whatever. Ignore Nick. I don't know if this person is white or Ignore not. Nick. And then they continue to say, Anna is brilliant as always. Can't wait what for the, the mixtape. <laughs> Can't wait for the mixtape volume two. Wait a minute. So what? <laughs> I, I'm I'm like racially shamed and, and you just get like, you're not shamed at all. Great. She just says Howley isn't derogatory technically. Well, I beg to differ. 
Okay, well, white guy's upset. <laughs> this Howley is very upset. You know what? My mom just called me today and it wants to plan a trip to Hawaii. Oh, that's nice. Does um, she know because that apparently they're lifting the two week COVID, you know, oh, they quarantine are? in October. Oh, good. And uh, anyway, so I'm gonna go to Hawaii. I'm going back, and I'm gonna solve this mystery don't, of whether Holly is derogatory, and then I'll come back and let you guys know. Zach really wants to go too because his best friend lives in Hawaii. He wants to go visit him. Who's his best friend? Well, you don't know him. Well, can I stay with him? He has a family with like kids. Uh huh. You don't need to stay with him. Okay, I'll stay with my parents. <laughs> what? Why would you want to stay with some random family? I wouldn't. I'm just having fun. I'm a howly. Right. Don't don't listen to me. <laughs> All right. Thank you to Murray Ray and Jade. Everyone's named Jade. Thank you so much for those five-star reviews. Guys, see if you leave us a five-star review. We'll have so much fun. We have so much fun. We sure do. Bye, Nick guys. And, Nick and his white guilt. Am I right, guys? <laughs> All right. It's awful. That was It's the worst. Nick, you have the voice of an angel, remember? There's nothing worse than white guilt. Yes, thank you. You're a beautiful singer and you're precious. And people say, what the fuck? What the fuck? You've created a movement. All right, guys. Leave us a five-star review if you can. And you can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com, baby. You can follow me at Anna Hosnier. Nick is at Nick's Turners. And check out our merch on Tee Public. We might have to take Jade's review and put it on a T-shirt. Uh, but there's other shirts up there that I think you would enjoy. So check them up. Tee Public, Deckheads Podcast. Thanks, y'all. We're out of here. Bye, Nick. Say goodbye to your white guilt. Hee-hee. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.